Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Welcome to another episode of Fearless Rider with Heidi McLaughlin, where fear is no longer an option and confidence is a goal within reach. And now, here's your host, Heidi McLaughlin. Hello and welcome to this episode of Fearless Rider. This is the show for those who are looking for more confidence in the saddle and also in life. This is your host, Heidi McLaughlin, and on today's episode, we will be talking about choices. Life is full of choices. There are easy choices, such as what you're going to have for lunch, and there are difficult choices, like maybe what path you're going to take on a new journey in life, or who you're going to marry, or difficult choices that we really have to think about and pray about. But before we get into today's topic, I want to apologize for missing the last few weeks of my podcasts. Boo! Yes, I know, you all missed me terribly. (laughs) But here's what happened. For the last few weeks, I have been homeschooling my two grandchildren. You know, since the schools are still closed and they're being taught um, virtually on the internet, I mean, what would we do if we didn't have the internet during this COVID-19 lockdown? I mean, did anybody think of that? Well, I did. And even though I don't think kids should spend time staring at computer screens all day, that is, in fact, what they are all doing right now, at least in my neck of the woods, which is in Southern California, in the San Diego County area. You know... They can't go to school, so they sit all day from 8 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon staring at a computer screen. I mean, my grandson is 8 years old, he's a third grader, and is sitting all day with headphones on in a Zoom meeting. He gets, I think it's 45 minutes for lunch, and then he goes back. And, I mean, it's it's very sad. The kids are sad. They're having a hard time with the technology and I, I hate to admit it, but so am I. <laughs> but I mean, I hate to even comment here on some of the stupid stuff that they have my five-year-old granddaughter doing as a result of kindergarten homeschooling online or virtually, whatever you want to call it. So 
Anyway, now they're back in school two days a week, and their father is back at home after a very, very long business trip. I can get back to my life, and I can get back to my podcasts, and some of the things that I choose to do that are important. But, you know, we do what we have to do for family. That's that's just um, kind of the unspoken code. My uh, son and daughter-in-law needed me. My grandchildren needed me. They were here for weeks in a row for five days a week, and I just couldn't get to my own work and my own stuff. But that's okay. There's always time later on. So last week, I was out of town, and I was finally able to conduct uh, one of my three-day clinics in Maine after several cancellations uh, due to covid It's the first clinic I've been able to do for almost a year. It might even be over a year. And that brings me to today's topic, which is choices. You know, my clinics usually have eight to ten participants. They all bring their horses to a specific location and learn my exclusive process to become a confident rider in the saddle over the course of three days. It's interesting because each group is very unique. They all take on a personality of their own. I have been uh, conducting clinics for eight years now. Uh, Shoot, I can't remember, eight, ten a year with eight to ten people. I don't know, add that up. But it's been a lot, and it's, it's interesting to me because, like I said, each group kind of uh, each clinic kind of takes on their own personality. And mo- most groups become like a little gang. And they kind of take care of each other and they root each other on. And some clinics are highly energetic and some are less so. Others break into little subgroups where they feel comfortable with another attendee or two or someone who shares a similar personality or feelings towards each other and what they're learning Um, A lot of times people bring a friend to the clinic and they both take it. It's kind of moral support and I get that. Um, But it's kind of an interesting sort of social experiment, if you will, that I have really enjoyed observing over the years. Some groups are braver than others, but with every clinic there are standouts. Standouts can be super brave or... They can be not so brave, but either way, they stand out to me as an instructor, and I can usually pick up on it right away. But what all of them have in common is the ability to make choices. They can choose to be brave and walk through their fear, or they can choose not to. But I have absolutely no control over the choices that they make. I can make suggestions, I can encourage them, I can explain the reason for their fear and help them understand that it, can, that it can be overcome as long as they trust the process. I tell them I used to be where they were and I know how they feel. See, the method I have developed is because I am uh, being a former fearful writer and and I really do empathize, empathize, empathize and sympathize with how they're feeling because I know how scared I was, especially when I was being pushed 
out of my comfort zone. And, and we all know that's what this is about. If we get, I have to push these people out of their fear, out of their comfort zone, so they can understand, you know, where, where, what I'm trying to do and where the fear is coming from and how to overcome it. So I know how hard I can push them. And I, I really do sympathize and, and know how hard it is to make the choice to be brave. That being said, I simply cannot force them. I cannot make them engage with the process. And that has always been very, very frustrating to me. For, for the most part, I think I have a very high record of people that are successful after they take one of my three-day clinics. And I've had people been able to overcome their own fear just by reading my book and uh, watching my DVD and maybe a couple of YouTube videos. And so, I mean, fear is, is an emotion, and, and it's a nasty emotion. And, and if it's left undealt with, it can absolutely ruin lives. And that depends on the degree to which someone is stuck in fear. And I mean, absolutely, I've seen people where fear turns them into a recluse. You know, I understand this and, and I sympathize with this since I spent most of my life in fear without realizing how debilitating it was even to me. I mean, it went it went way beyond just my fear of horseback riding, but I didn't really realize that. And the knowledge that I was living in fear didn't really show itself until I started to deal with my fear of riding. You know, uh, once I became honest with myself and I realized that my fear went way beyond that of horses and riding and, and the fear of getting hurt without going into a lot of detail I can honestly say that dealing with my horse fear helped me overcome a lot of other fears and self-doubt and, and and lack of self-esteem that, that that I didn't even know that was actually limiting me and ruining the quality of my life so, I mean, I credit horses with giving me confidence that I had lost, that I didn't even know I had lost, just not just with horses, but in life. So since I've dealt with my own fear, I, I really do know how much better life can become when you realize that much of what you fear is perceived fear, which means we make it actually worse in our mind than it actually is. So my clinics are designed to teach you the difference between perceived fear and actual fear so that you can live a more fearless life in addition to becoming confident in the saddle. You know, much of this can also relate to your faith and how much trust you have in God. I know it has been huge for me realizing that my fear was a lack of faith. I mean, I could go on and on like this, but it's all related to the choices that we choose to make. So, so some people choose to be courageous and really work hard to try to overcome it. And some choose not to and end up staying stuck where they are. 
But all I've ever asked for of any of my students or participants or attendees at my clinic is just to try. So it's hard for me. I mean, I, I sometimes don't know what I'm supposed to do when I have a, a, a clinic participant that won't even try. Like I've said before, I wish there was a magic pill. I, I wish there was that just, just could fix this problem. But there simply is not. And the secret to overcoming fear is a daily process of three things. Number one, realizing that you have a problem or an issue that isn't magically going to go away. Number two is catching yourself when you go there and start consciously changing your mindset. You, you go there, you start to go back to fear. You go back to something that's unresolved, something in your mind, and you start allowing yourself to go to the emotion. And the first step to change is catching yourself. So you consciously stop and say, I'm not going there and I'm going to change my mindset and I'm going to think about this instead. So that fear really is a habit. We, we, it, we become very, very comfortable with it at times. And number three, practicing tangible techniques by using your intellect rather than your emotions in order to problem solve. So this can be a technique that you can use not only when you're trying to become more uh, confident in the saddle and overcome your fear of getting hurt or falling off or your horse blowing up or whatever you've imagined could happen. It, it is also a tool that you can use in life too. You, we, 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 especially women, we're very emotional and we can imagine all kinds of things. I mean, we, we over worry and we can just imagine and imagine and imagine. And, and if we start using our intellect rather than our emotions, even if we're angry at someone, whether we're fearful about something and we use our intellect, it is much more helpful, help, helpful with problem solving. You know, I think I've, I've heard it say that, you know, sometimes, you know, we get very angry with somebody else, you know, whether it's a friend or a family member, or a spouse or something. And we just want to like zing them back at them. We, we want to just give them a piece of our mind. And it was very helpful me, to me once I learned that I wasn't going to deal with a situation until I had slept on it, prayed about it. And then the next day decide if it was really the hill I wanted to die on. And whether it was worth it or at least approach the person with love and with my intellectual thoughts rather than my emotions. So I think I've said this before, but I think it's worth repeating. You know, in order to overcome your fear in the saddle, I have got to teach you to ride intellectually rather than emotionally. But again, I cannot achieve this unless you make the choice to walk through fear, to allow yourself to feel a little discomfort and follow the program because those that follow the program, it works. I, I give a 90-day uh, kind of a program to follow after you're, you've attended one of my clinics and it tells you exactly what to work on for 90 days. And those that follow that are extremely successful. 
So here's what happened last weekend at, at my clinic in Maine. Um, I, I had a very lovely, intelligent, and pretty woman who simply would not make the choice to engage in the process of the program and the techniques that I was teaching. Uh, her answer to everything that I asked her to do was simply no. It was so frustrating for me as a teacher to try to convince her to trust me and trust what I was trying to show her and explain to her and, and let her know how doable it could be if, if she broke it down, if she didn't look at the big picture, but we broke it down into non-threatening doable exercises. But her choice was no. Other students' choices were, I'll try. One student just said, yeah, okay. And another said, I can do this. But how one student responds to challenges versus how another might respond has nothing to do with me. To tell you the truth, my job as a a clinician and a teacher is very stressful. And my main concern is always to keep every person and every horse safe. For three days. So just imagine, if you will, an arena full of scared people and scared horses. It could be a recipe for disaster if I didn't work hard to get them relaxed with their heads in the frame of mind to accept the process and to get their horses to relax as soon as possible. Fortunately, I am truly aware that just like horses, There are different levels of braveness from person to person. We all wish we had that well-trained, spook-proofed horse, level-headed, gentle, you know, that just that loving horse that everybody wants and searches for. But those horses can be far and few between. So that's where our horsemanship has to come in. And we must choose to be the best rider that we can be for the good of our horses Not just for us and our confidence and our mindset, but for our horses. And the only way that can happen is to develop knowledge and skill through lots and lots of practice. There is so much to think about when you're riding correctly. There isn't time to worry once you've learned to ride intellectually rather than emotionally. I use a mental checklist even to this day. I mentally am going through this checklist of things that I tend to forget when I get into the canter or when uh, I'm doing flat work and I'm working on collection with my horse or something. I go through a mental checklist. Where am I looking? Am I looking down? Am I looking at the horse's head? Am I looking where I'm going? Uh, Where are my hands? Are my hands relaxed? Are my legs relaxed? I, I go through that. So when I'm concentrating that hard on what I'm supposed to be doing and to do it correctly, I, I don't have time to think about fear at that moment. And, and that's what I try to teach. So let's get back to talking about choices for a minute. What are some other choices that, that, we, that we must make in, in, in other aspects of our life? I mean, many choices are obvious. You know, where are we going to live? What job are we going to have? Who, are, who, do we cho- who do we choose to spend time with? But what about less obvious choices? 
such as fear and whether we choose to be brave, or worry, yes, worry is also a choice, or anger and how we choose to control it or not control it. Frankly, if you choose to be a jerk, then people will treat you as such. If you choose to make excuses rather than be responsible for your own actions, then people will grow tired of dealing with you. So that's sort of what happened with this particular student in my clinic this past weekend. Uh, One thing that she said to me was that she had a hard time trusting people. So therefore, her excuse for telling me no when I asked her to do something was other people's fault because she didn't trust them. This means that her choice to blindly not trust all others will affect her development as a person for as long as she chooses to use this as an excuse. As a teacher, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that kind of mindset. I always hope people show up to my clinics with an open mind, with uh, trust that I will, that I know what I'm doing, I will keep them safe, and I won't ask them to do anything unless I think they're ready to do it. I just, it, it's just, it's so hard after years and years of teaching my method to so many hundreds of people. This problem of coming, of a student coming to me from a place of no, I still have not been able to solve. I still have not figured out how to get around that. So that's why I thought this topic of choices was so relevant today's podcast because you have to make the choice that number one, something isn't working and you need help with it. That number two, you may be in over your head and you need someone else to help you through something. You need to make a choice to have someone help you. And then once they do try to help you, you have to make the choice to be open and to be able to say, I'll try, I'll, I'll, I'll attempt this. And it may not be pretty the first few times you do it, but when you realize that you've made the perceived fear much greater and bigger in your mind, and you walk through that first few steps of fear and realize after you take a deep breath, wow, that wasn't so bad. That is when you start to realize that you're braver than you think. But if you come from a place of no and you tell me no, how are you ever going to realize that that actually was an option? An option to find out that you had emotionally made yourself more scared than you really needed to be. Whether it's with horses or, or, or in life. But if we get back to with horses, you know, I call it the chorus of what ifs. We're riding like, well, what if he spooks? What if he bolts? What if he does this? What if he does that? You know, it, it, it goes on and on and on. To the next thing you know, we we're we're not we're not the rider, we're just the passenger, and the horse has absolutely no direction from us. And being the flight animal, and I've talked about this before, all we're doing is scaring them too. So, it's your choice whether you want to stay in fear, 
or not. It's your choice whether you want to put the time in to make the necessary changes in your life. And it's your choice whether you choose to trust people, processes, methods, and even trust God. We've all been given an intellect, but how we use our intellect becomes our choice. Today, we have so much more information at our fingertips than any other time ever in history. I mean, some information is valid and good, some is not, but our intellect will help us decipher what is true for us, good for us, and what is not. So as a result of a lot of experience and research, I have made the choice to stop blaming others and stop blaming my horse and take responsibility for myself especially my emotions. And I've made the choice to start living my life better, my life better and making better choices that are better for me. I urge the same choice for you. I urge that you make choices that are making you a better person, a more confident person, a kinder person, a happier person, because choices, honestly, whether you, you make good choices or bad choices, have everything to do with the quality of your life. Always be open to change. Be open to others who have experienced the same problem and can help you. Be open to self-examination as to what's blocking the way for you to be the person that you want to be. So choose trust, choose honesty, choose courage. And that wraps up this episode of Fearless Writer. I am Heidi McLaughlin. I want to thank you for listening today. And I hope thank you, you for hope listening you join to me today's again for episode of, of Fearless Writer with soon. Heidi McLaughlin. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and please rate us and give a review. For more information, go to fearlesswriter.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.